that time again. Come on, everyone, take off your shoes. Now gather round in a circle, my pets. Cross-legged on the floor, if you please. We'll have cookies and punch afterwards. But right now, it's story time with Lady Ariella in the playroom. All right, my pets, time for a story. Now, today's story comes from the Brothers Grimm. Aww! But we've heard all those. And they're all the same. Wake up sleeping girls with kisses. Ew! Oh, I wouldn't be too sure you've heard all the stories, children. The Brothers Grimm wrote down hundreds of stories, and only a very few of them were turned into movies by that horrid little mouse. In this story, I promise you, my pets, nobody wakes up anybody by kissing them. What's the story called? This is the story of Donkey Cabbages. That's silly! Well, aren't we just a budding young literary critic? <laughs> and now our story. Once upon a time, there was a hunter. Look, it's the last unicorn to ever walk the earth. Nuts! I missed it! As he was strolling through the woods one day, he came across an old crone. Why, hello, old crone. Hello, young, handsome hunter. Have you any food for an old woman who has not eaten in days? Well, that depends. Do you fancy squirrel meat? Oh, anything at all. Right then. I can get you another one if you like. Oh, this is plenty. And now I shall reward you for your kindness. If you go a bit deeper into the forest, you shall find a flock of birds pecking at a cloak. Shoot into their midst and frighten them off. Only one bird will fall down dead. Well, one bird is better than none, and I do love some wild fowl. Thank you, old crone. Oh, but there is more. You must take up the cloak the birds drop. It is a wishing cloak. You need only wish to be a place, and you shall be there in an eye blink. Well, that sounds handy. Wait, there is still more. You must tear the heart out from the dead bird and swallow it whole. If you do so, then every night when you go to sleep, you will wake up with a gold coin under your pillow. Really? That's amazing. And you're telling me all this for one squirrel? It's a big one. Right. I, uh, don't suppose you'd want to tell me how you know all this. You learn much at my age. Much about swallowing hearts whole? Oh, yes. Well, I'll be on my way then before I'm completely and utterly creeped out. Goodbye, kind sir. Well, that was a little disturbing. Now, wasn't it? Well, I'm sure she's the harmless kind of crazy. All I need to... Ah! Oh, my. It's the birds hovering around the cloak, just like the old lady said. I wonder if it's true what she said. Well, one way to find out. Well, that was easy enough. Now to pick up the cloak. I'll just get out my trusty belt knife and... Ew! This is gross. Well, anyway... The hunter soon found the bird's heart. I say he soon found the heart. Is this it? That's the pancreas. Oh, then this one? 
That's very good, dear. Right then, down the hatch. Mmm. Mmm. Tastes like chicken. And so the hunter returned to his home to find it was just as the old crone had said. When he woke the next morning, he found a shiny gold coin beneath his pillow. After a few days of this, he decided that he had enough money to travel with, and so he set out on a journey to see the world. Wait, on foot? Didn't he have a magic cloak? To see the world, dear child, not just hop from place to place. Anyway, after simply weeks and weeks, he emerged from the forest and saw a small castle in the distance. And living in that castle were a beautiful woman and her cruel and spiteful mother. Look, my child, that man who comes toward our castle has swallowed the heart of a magical bird. No matter where he lays his head to sleep, in the morning a piece of gold may be found under it. Really? Yes. And you can tell this about him just by looking, from so many yards away. You learn much at my age. About swallowing hearts whole? Yes. And at exactly what age will I be when I have to learn this? Hush, child. We must get the heart away from him and take it for ourselves. But, Mother... Do as I say, or there will be more where that came from. Yes, Mother. Ah, he is at the door. Come, child. Yes, Mother. May I help you? Yes, please. I have journeyed far this day, and I come in search of shelter. Will you take me in, old woman? You and your... your lovely daughter. Come in, young man. And so he stayed the night at the castle, and they dined on a great feast together. Come, girl. He has eaten his fill. Give him this to drink. He shall bring up the heart. Yes, mother. Come, kind sir. Take this cup and drink to my health. Of course, you beautiful angel, you. <coughs> My, that's really very good. Very good indeed. I was pleasantly... Excuse me. What was that? A brew guaranteed to bring any man's stomach back up to him. What is it called? Tequila. Now I see the heart. Grab it. This? No, that's a pancreas. Funny, I don't remember serving those. This? Yes. Now quickly, swallow it. But he just... Do it! Can I wash it off first? Now! Oh, all right. Oh, that was more awful than you'd even think. Oh, I'm terribly sorry. Oh, that's fine. Come, sir. You obviously need some sleep. And so the hunter went to bed that night, and when he awoke the next morning, there was no gold coin under his pillow. But so full of love for the beautiful woman was he that he thought not a whit of it. Yet, though he had slept the night through, the old woman and her daughter had not. For the old woman had schemed through the night. Yes, we have the heart and the gold that will come from it. But there is more. 
That hunter wears a wishing cloak, a rare thing indeed. You noticed the cloak he wears on the outside. After you noticed that there was a little bird's heart on the inside of him? What of it? Nothing. I will have that cloak, daughter. And here is how you shall get it for me. And so the next day... Will your mother not be joining us for lunch? No, kind sir. You may eat to your heart's content. Thank you, sweet lady. <sighs> what sadness is this, pretty dove? Oh, I'm so sorry. I was just thinking of the garnet mountains where precious stones grow like flowers on a bush. I am told that it is lovely and have always wanted to see it. But alas, the journey is too long for me. Have you nothing else to complain of? Come, my lovely, we two shall go this very minute. And so he threw his cloak around her as well, and wished them to the Garnet Mountains. Oh, oh, this is marvelous! And just as you said, dear sweet, the stones grow like flowers here. Oh, be careful, don't step on that dandelion, you'll cut your foot. I can't believe how wondrous it all is. Indeed, but alas, I am suddenly tired. I cannot think why. All I had for lunch was that great mound of turkey and some chamomile tea and a glass of warm milk. I must lay me down to sleep. <sighs> no sooner said, but he slept soundly. The woman wept bitterly, for she knew that she must betray her new love. But she did as her mother had instructed. She gathered all the precious stones to her, removed the clasp from the hunter's cloak, and disappeared, cloak and stones and all. Oh, 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 forgive me, darling sweet. Have I slept long? Oh. Darling sweet? My cloak. The stones. Whoa, oh, for I am betrayed. And penniless, having nothing in the world to call his own, he made his way down the mountain. Was this because I never bothered to learn your name? For days he roamed the countryside, with not a scrap of food to be found. He was hungry nigh unto death, when he came across an old garden. Ah, here I may at least lay my head down. But if I do not eat soon, I shall lay down and not waken again. Here is nothing to eat in this garden, no apples, no pears, not here but cabbages. Well, they shall at least refresh me. So he took a bite of cabbage, but scarcely had he swallowed, but he began to feel very strange. Quick as a blink, he went from two legs to four. His body was covered in hair, and huge ears sprouted from his long face. He had become a donkey. Hee-haw! Well, as dreadful a state as he was in, there's something donkeys are very well suited for, and that is eating cabbages. He ate his fill of the heads of cabbage. Hee-haw! Then he came to a different part of the garden, and a different kind of cabbage altogether. He took one bite of that new cabbage, and even quicker than before, he was suddenly a man again. Hee-haw! No longer hungry, he slept in the garden. But, refreshed, he awoke the next morning, and departed with a head of the bad cabbage, a head of the good cabbage, and a plan for his revenge. <laughs> <laughs>
he dyed his face brown so he would not be recognized, and a few days later... Yes? Evening, Mum. I am a messenger of the king come to seek shelter. Well, come right in. Wait. She could tell he had a magic card and a magic cloak from a hundred yards away, but she can't recognize him now because he dyed his skin? Well, you see, my dear... You'll have to excuse me, young man. I was dusting earlier and managed to get some feathers in my eye. I can barely see today. No trouble at all. So, what brings you out here for the king? My daughter and I do not receive much company. And a lovely thing she is, too. Thank you, good sir. Wait, she didn't recognize him either? I thought they were supposed to be in love. <clears throat> I wish I could return the compliment, but I was cleaning the fire pit and got some soot in my eye. I'm quite as blind as my mother. Now, about your business for the king. Oh, yes. He has sent me to fetch him the most marvelous salad ever to be tasted. The journey has been long, but so worth it. Behold. Gracious. What a lovely head of cabbage. I thought they couldn't see. That is, we assume it is by the way you said, behold. But come, sir, do you think the king would be upset if we were to sample some of this fine salad? Well, I guess that would be all right. But only one leaf each, or it will be my high. And the women ate of the cabbage, and sure enough... Hee-haw! Ha! Thus is your treachery punished, and there's more in store for you two. So he tied ropes around their necks and led them out into the country until he came to a nearby windmill. Evening, fellow. Evening, sir. I've just purchased the castle nearby. You don't say. Well, can't say as I'll be sad to see the end of the old bat who used to live there. Hee-haw! Of course, the daughter was nice to look at. Indeed. Now, I would like to hire you to take care of these donkeys for me. Will you be willing? Anything to be neighborly. Excellent. Now, I should let you know that I have some very specific instructions for their care. So a few days later... Good morning, Miller. Sir, I came to talk to you uh, about those donkeys. Something wrong? Afraid so, sir. Do you remember telling me that I should take the older donkey, feed it only once per day, but to beat it soundly at least three times a day? Yes. Well, I'm afraid it turns out that's not a good plan for sound animal husbandry. I regret to inform you, sir, that beast is particularly dead. Oh, my. Well, what of the other one? Oh, you mean the one you told me to feed three times a day but not to beat at all? Well, that seems to be a bit more successful. She's doing fine. In fact, I brought her back to you. Hee-haw. Excellent. Well, thank you for your pains, my good man. Come back tomorrow and I shall pay you for your trouble. Of course, sir. Then the hunter, seeing how sad the donkey looked, was moved to pity and gave her some of the good salad. Here you are, sweet one. Oh, my beloved... Forgive me the evil I have done you. My mother drove me to it. It was done against my will, for I love you dearly. See, your wishing cloak hangs in the cupboard here. And as for the bird heart, I shall go now and drink the tequila. Keep the heart. Leave the tequila. 
"'Tis all the same, for I shall take you as my wife.' And he was true to his words, and they lived happily together until their death. And that, my pets, was the story of the donkey cabbages. Did you like it? Yeah! And what did the story teach you? You can trust strange old women as long as they're poor. Good. You can have a happy marriage when your mother-in-law is dead. Uh, yes. Forgive people who hurt you, but only after you get your revenge. Excellent. Never eat your vegetables. Well, that says it all, doesn't it? All right, children, it's time to go get cookies! Hooray! Oh, little one, you have the most dreadful look on your face. Is something wrong? Lady Ariella, I was thinking about that story and all the things the other kids learned from it. Yes. You're not a very nice person, are you? Oh, pet. I'm as nice as apple pie, if you happen to be an apple. Now run along. And you too, little ones. The story is over, but don't worry. I'll see you next time in the playroom. You have been listening to The Playroom, produced by Seat of Our Pants Players and written and directed by Dan Wenzel. The children's voices were provided by the Seat of Our Pants Players cast. Brianna Kuby was Lady Ariella. Rick Tennant was the hunter. Courtney Lynn Lightheart was the old crone. Jill Wenzel was the wicked mother. Liz Music was the lovely daughter. And Andrew Dell was the miller. Music and sound effects by www.freesfx.co.uk. Donkey Cabbages was written by the Brothers Grimm. And yes, it pretty much happens exactly that way. 